This is the New How Podcast. Learning how to build businesses and real estate in a new age of technology. Today on the New How Podcast, we have Greg Schwartz from Commonwealth Residential Title with us. Yes, gentlemen. Thanks for having me. Welcome, thanks. Greg. Welcome. Yeah, Thank welcome. You. Thanks for coming. You uh, bet. Appreciate having you here on a Wednesday at five o'clock. No worries. So, uh, Greg, tell us a little bit about who Greg Schwartz is, and then you know maybe lead us into a little bit of about what residential, uh, well, Commonwealth Residential Title is, and what you guys actually do. What the world is residential title? <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll work our way to that. So, um, Greg Schwartz, so born and raised in Connecticut, uh, came to the vicinity Philly Metro Market for school, went to Villanova University, and graduated back in '98. Wasn't a whole lot going on in Connecticut, so I stayed put and, you know, lived in an animal house with four other dudes on Cricket Avenue in Ardmore. Toga. Toga. Yeah, a little toga. Luckily, yeah, there were no smartphones or Facebook or any social media to document those ongoings. Well, did it happen then? <laughs> Never happened. Uh, bounced around the main line and um, sort of chased... Uh, radio and television. I went to Villanova to be a communications major. And, you know, uh, the more I looked into it, it was just, you know, I don't want to downplay it, but low pay, crazy hours. And I get that, you know, you got to put in your time and work up the ladder. But as a young, you know, wannabe entrepreneur, I, I wanted more, you know, I wanted some more flexibility in my schedule. I wanted more earning potential. And, you know, back in the day, they called it fall into sales. Mm. They don't really call it that anymore. You know, they look at sales as a consultative opportunity to, you know, have massive income potential, sure. right? Yeah. But back then, it was sort of fall into it because I thought about the communications piece. But sales was a natural uh, sort of synergy with communications being, you know, ha taking all those classes in public speaking right. and interpersonal communications, right? So, um Started in sales and started in the telecom world. And I actually worked in that world for 20 years. Did you sell telephone books? <laughs> well, I used them to get my leads, <laughs> right? Because there was probably no IP or internet. I think we had one one uh, computer in a, in a closet with a dial-up. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, just chasing B2B business in telecom. Mm -hmm. um, I worked for a little uh, CLEC, competitive local exchange carrier. The name was ATX. They were founded by a bunch of Villanova dudes over in Balakinwood, and then they moved to Wayne. And I was there for five years. And we were selling just bundled... Uh, Telephony, bundled communication. So they were mm. born of the D-reg of the Ma Bells, the big players. Right. So we're sending, you know, bundled T1 of voice, data, internet, um, hardware, professional services, things of that nature. Mm -hmm. Then I got recruited out of there to go work at Sprint, and I was at Sprint for 15 years. Wow. Great run in B2B enterprise, Fortune 5 space, managing people, selling product. Um, and it, it was a great run, but, man, big business. It's it's tough. Yeah. Fortune 5 companies? Yeah. It's, it's tough, man. Constant. <laughs> change, um, reorganization, you know, restructuring, wow. uh, a change in, you know, vision, um, you know, what they wanted you to lead with, what, mm -hmm. you know, where you should go to who and why. Um, Were you involved in like any buyouts of those companies? Oh, yeah. You know, I was there with the Sprint Nextel merger, yeah. which, you know, it was crazy, dude. One day. Nextel. You know, yeah, yeah the, dude, <laughs> the button. One day you're an enemy and you're competing against them. And the next, next day you're supposed to be brethren. That blew and, my mind when yeah. that happened. I was like, what? What am I doing? I think it still blows people people's minds. I just don't have a walkie talkie anymore. I'm pretty 
upset. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I lived through a couple merger acquisitions, smaller companies that people may not know, um, and now you know the the Sprint T-Mobile merger should go down, mm-hmm. and I heard D- Day Zero could be the end of May. So um, constant change in that world, and you really had to adapt and overcome, and just and just survival mm-hmm. was big, right? But um, there were just so many layers, and you know we 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 hear the word culture a lot, and a lot of people we know talk about culture, right? And it was just cultural misalignment at a company that big. I mean, I could manage my little nucleus, but you know, you had the mothership in Kansas City, you had Pittsburgh managing the Philly market, which was wackadoo to begin with, and um, yeah, you, know, you could have your little family that you treated, but eventually that pressure came down. And in a, in a big businessman, it's it, you can't take it personal. It's all business, and you will always be a number, right? Um, and it is what it is. So I needed to make a change, and I reached out to my food chain, and I said, "Listen, APB out. Don't eat me. Just reaching out to them. Yeah, just reaching out. Yeah, don't eat me. Food chain." <laughs> term comes from a coach uh, I started working with, and I love it. You just manage your food chain. You manage your people. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it's constantly dynamic. But um, so I put, I put the note out to the people I know well, and uh, one guy came back who, uh, Dave Hartman, shout out to Dave. He was a headhunter when I knew him. Uh, Dave had a company with Bruce Morrow, shout out to Bruce, and they had a company called The Food Chain. And um, I knew both of the guys in their previous life with VP of sales and, and headhunting and, and career placement, and they had formed this leadership coaching company. And uh, Mark Franzoni, my current partner and boss, was a client of theirs. Hmm. So they said, you know what, Greg, I got a client that's looking for a guy to grow his business. He wants somebody with a strong B2B background, doesn't want title or industry experience, just, you know, raw, eyes wide open and just come in and, and, and move mountains and make things happen. Wow. And that was sort of my background, man. I'm always a hunter by trade, if you want to throw those terms out there. But I just love sales, waking up, not knowing who you're going to meet. So talk, talk a little bit about being a hunter. I'm glad you use that word. Yeah. I use that word a lot around mm-hmm. here about hunting, right? Like. Mm-hmm. Talk to me what it takes to be a hunter. Oh Maybe man, some traits of a hunter. Well, you got you got to have thick skin because you're going to get a lot of nose. Um, without a doubt, you just have to have that innate desire to win and be competitive. You, how many different types of people do you think there are when you're a hunter? Right? There's like if I'm a lion, right? There's a lot of different things I'll eat. Yeah. Do you think there's different types of people? As it relates to different types of hunters, are we talking? Yeah, or? like if you're or, hunting, or, right? or the or the the animal Amazon in general, yeah. all the animals. Yeah, yeah like you yeah. know, if we could classify, like, them. do you hunt the same people the same way? Oh no, man, you got You really have to mimic and know know who you're hunting, and and you know, and 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 adapt to that, and what you think they want to hear, how they how you think they want to present it. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you have to go at it very different ways, but that that innate that chemistry like I'm talking about it has to be within like you can't I'm a firm believer you can't teach somebody to be a hunter they got to possess that ability innately you can teach product and how they should sell that product but you can't teach the 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 sales acumen I, I think I can get around I think I can yeah I agree that. with that yeah? yeah 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 so I mean so I meet Mark and um, there was just a natural synergy because you know God you go you look at a difference of a corporate machine like a sprint and then a second generation family-owned title company <laughs> you know from a culture perspective, you know, day one, I loved it. Mark comes in, he's got um, these these journals and um, he, had, he, he had crossed the bridge into Jersey to pick them up. And I'll never forget, and I still have it, although I worked through my first journal, but it just said, make it happen. And that sort of became our slogan. But I love that here, here's the owner um, and uh, Lisa Beth, our operations head, they sat in my day one onboarding all day. <laughs> he was like a kid in a, in, a, in a little candy shop, all excited, didn't sleep, he said, the night before, had the journal. Like, he was more juiced up for me to be there and to see two 
officers of the organization spend their entire day with me onboarding me. I mean, no offense, you just don't get that at a big business, no. right? And and now I'm involved in strategy. I'm, under, I'm involved with branding of the business and the company, the mission, vision, values, everything we're doing. Uh, so it's delightful. You know, I could do that at a big business, but at some point it got capped by the next hierarchy. Here it's, you know, we're all, yeah, you got a title and a card, but we're all in it to win and we all have equal stake in it. Yeah. You know? Rowan, it sounds like Rowan in the same direction. True. Yep. Yeah. So what do you guys, so residential title, is it mostly that? Or are you guys getting any commercial stuff? Yeah, good question. So Mark, the, the business's entire backbone and background is commercial business. So Mark's dad, Tony, founded the company back in 71, started as a searcher, um, working up at Broad Axe and Bluebell. And then, um, you know, Mark ended up buying him out around 98. I might be wrong with my exact dates. Uh, the residential LLC is somewhat fledgling, a couple years old, mm-hmm. but that's primarily my area of interest and focus is gotcha. to grow, organically grow that side of the business and manage those strategic partnerships. Yep. And you're mostly working with developers or how? Everybody, man. I mean, I, so here's the thing, right? From a, a title perspective, by law, the buyer dictates, but the buyer, they don't know anybody. Mm-hmm. So they reach out to their resources. So the way I win is play the ratio. And by that, I mean influence, touch, and build relationships with anyone that could potentially influence that decision mm-hmm. on who to use for title. So to answer your question, yeah, it's builders, it's developers, it's agents, it's lenders, it's appraisers, it's estate planners, it's every piece of that real estate transaction. Um, and, and even if they don't influence it, I can help them by connecting them to the people like I mentioned there that can influence their productivity in their business. And, and how long, so if you said, how long have you been there? March 1 will be my first year okay. anniversary. So so give me, I want, you know, obviously people that listen to this podcast, some people mm-hmm. are thinking about starting a business, some are already yeah. operating a business. You know, you came in to move mountains. You know, give me, give me some ideas or examples of some things you did. Obviously being a hunter is a big yeah. piece of that, but like, you know, talk to me, maybe some basic tactics you would use to come into an organization or at least give someone some ideas of some basic things they can gr- do to start growing their organization, at least bigger than it is right now. No doubt. So I'll give you a, like a, an example right now that I'm, I'm embodying and sort of my go to market for 2019, but I'll tell you how I got there. So are you familiar with the, the Dollar Shave Club? Brand? Of course. Of course. So, Best commercials out there, right? And the first one, right? I don't know if you saw <laughs> the, the first lion. one. Was there a lion? It was crazy. D- d- I mean, dude, it was it was uh, provocative. Mm-hmm. It was the, you know the the message was provocative. The the imagery was provocative. I don't even shave my beard, and I want to buy. The I'm a, I'm a member now, right? I'm, I'm a, a member. Member. <laughs> the, the shave butter. Oh, yeah. I mean, I got a bald dome. I mean, it, it glides right over it. But um, so I like the prep scrub. The prep scrub. Just putting that in there. The prep scrub's great. <laughs> I'm We're doing a lot of, of brand plug. I'm going to try some of these because I've never tried it. Let's save some for Spotify. Right? <laughs> yeah. So, um, so the imagery was provocative. The 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 business model and the pricing was disruptive, um, and they had a high adoption rate. They ended up selling in like five years to Unilever, yeah. right? Wow. Made a massive amount of money. So the reason I say that example is it's sort of what I did from day one and what I'm doing now. So first thing I come in, I look at the landscape. I look, okay, how do I easily over-deliver? Like, what does my competition do? And I sort of learned, and nothing against the competition, but it's, it's a very transactional industry, and it's regulated. So there's not a whole lot of sexiness you can bring to the table, mm-hmm. no pun intended, right, the closing table, to, to differentiate yourself. It's, it's regulated. It's transactional. Um, the expectation is have open communication, effective communication, be timely, do a good job. And don't put those processing fees in there. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Asterisk. But you know what I mean? But, but, but it's the, the sickening thing is, so what people come to 
desire is expectation. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, damn, that's going to be easy to overdeliver. So then I saw, thought, okay, how do I overdeliver? So my word is ingenuity, right? Ingenuity is my word, right? Don't do it differently. Don't follow course. Um, and like I said, be provocative, disrupt, and, and high adoption. So ingenuity to me has three pillars, and it's sort of how I go about my business and how I help bring on new customers and, and satisfy current ones. So it is educate is the first part, the first pillar. And educate is, you know, I managed people seven of my 15 years at Sprint. So I'm, I'm a coach. Everybody wants to be a coach, I'm a, but I'm a coach. I was a manager there coaching on proper, proper behaviors as it relates to prospecting, funnel management, you name it, anything sales related. Education relates to bringing in good speakers, you know, whether they're inspirational, real estate centric, um, whatever it might be. Make sure it's, uh, and use Jay's terms, uh, entertaining, uh, empathetic and emotional. Right. Um, and and you give them some value as far as the transfer of knowledge. Uh, that's the education piece. Elevate is pillar two. And um, that's something I took from from a coach as well is now I'm doing content. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, this is cool. And the reason we're, they can't see it, maybe they will. We're yeah, sipping man. on a beer. Oh, yeah. Um, because I'm going to launch uh, a new interview series. I say interview. It's going to be more storytelling. Mm-hmm. Uh, brokers and bars getting beers. Similar to a <laughs> comedian who has a, a show, but I haven't heard from him. So I think we're cool. Um And we're going to change venues of where we're going to be. And it's just going to be, again, storytelling with a top developer, builder, whoever might be in the industry. How'd you get here? Who are you? What, you know, what's the you outside of business? Um, You know, because the product sells itself and people research the product. What I'm seeing is people... You know, the, the the story is what they want to um, clamor toward. The, the content is what they desire, right? And that is the differentiator. So if I give them a, a forum and a conduit to elevate their brand, then that's I'm doing my job, yeah, right? That's that's how any business, any successful business has gotten there. Like my favorite was, uh, I think I've said it on like last season, but when you look up like uh, a company like Goodyear Tires, right? Yeah. They used to run, so Goodyear like did some marketing play where they used to run ads relating to like traveling out to the countryside is where you want to be. This was <laughs> back when tires used to like like go pretty quick. Like not not today where you could drive like a hundred thousand miles before your new tire. Like I'm right. talking like you go out to the countryside and back, like you might be needing new tires. And Goodyear positioned these ads in order to get people and, and had this whole like elaborate story of traveling out to the the, the countryside. And, it, and at the end of the day it was just because they wanted to fucking sell more tires. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Nice. But it's like it's in today's world, I think with social media, those those platforms of you know Instagram, YouTube, you know, Snapchat, people are like constantly uh constantly look like i've been doing this thing every morning right now i have a new puppy and i've been doing uh instagram every morning of like shaking the bull and this dog jumps up and down up and down no bullshit i'll show you the inbox (laughs) i must get 40 messages from people like oh my god she's so cute and every time i do it they're doing they're like they're talking about the puppy right not you yeah no they're talking about the puppy but like you're cute they're they're like upset if i didn't post it one day they're like where's the dog this morning i'm like (laughs) so now i'm like trying to do fun you're committed now it's kind of like how how, uh, dave portney did with the one bite everyone knows the pizza now yeah. if you haven't seen dave portney's pizza reviews it's it's crazy now right. you know, it was just in new york now it's fucking internationally yeah. doing pizza reviews so yeah. it's funny but i think people crave that attention and if you can bring you know yeah no offense but title's boring right so like yeah you, so you can no bring, offense taken <laughs> no offense, i know i know that but you would tell me title's boring he but, said it he said it himself yeah. i'm bringing sexy back as a release <laughs> title you sexy back just yeah. like but uh-huh. you know if you bring that level of content where it's like wow like i actually understand title now like i think that's another misconception 
section. People don't really get what you guys do. Right. It seems like it's just another line item on the closing dock right. of HUD, right. where you guys do much more, where you're preventing oh, yeah. jerk offs in brewery towns, stealing properties, where you're preventing fraud. And, yep. you know, it, it's it's crazy. So, yep. you know, I think the value that if you could show that value in a, in a platform, you, you guys will just dominate your competition. Yep. So, um, third pillar. Yeah. So, and this is good. So I'm, I'm popping my podcast, Sherry. I didn't know I could drop like F-bombs and stuff. So uh, I'm going to get real loose. Rated, uh, nice, dude. iTunes. Look out. I'm a sailor sometimes. <laughs> um, all right. So educate, knowledge, uh, elevate content, and then associate is a third pillar. Um, and by that, I mean just opening up my food chain, right? My first level connections to my potential partners. And we do that through, we do some wine dinners. Mm -hmm. uh, we did the guardhouse. I was there night. Yep. You did, yeah. We did the uh, developer dinner, excuse me, at the guardhouse. We do that about once a quarter. Um, last night, we just did our first uh, women leadership Philly Metro dinner, nice. uh, wine dinner, which was, you know, there's so many dudes in every... Do you do you invite people back for another time or is it more... We, yeah. So this is how that works, right? So obviously we want, we want a return, right? Mm -hmm. On that investment. And the return is additional access to their network, yep. like, you know, building enough trust and credibility that they're going to open up their network to us. Of course. So the second invite, yeah, comes back when, and it's cool, it happens when that first invite brings their guests. Now I'm into their first level, what's, which is my second what's level. What's funny is the guy going to your event tomorrow night, thanks for the second invite, by the way. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm busting balls. I'm just, I'm just making fun of you. I'm busting balls. But I was going to bring Francis to mine the first time, and he couldn't go. I'm, but mm -hmm. I was going like the Philly's so small. He's going tomorrow night. Yes. Because yeah. I told him, I told him, I'm like, Yo, Greg's coming in today. Don't pack. He's like, oh, I'm going to guardhouse mall. I'm like, Good. Yeah, I'm just, I, I'm busy tomorrow night, regardless. You're number just, three. You're number, number three. three. <laughs> but I'm saying it's, it's a, it's, it's Philly's such a good place for networking because like yeah. once you're in mm -hmm. and you do well by people, like, yep. I'm telling everyone about Greg Schwartz. Like Greg Schwartz, the man. Over Thank here. you. Well. Dude, it's all about reciprocity. It is. Yep. So, like, you, this today is phenomenal, and this is a forum for me to get my brand out and my mm -hmm. word. And, dude, we'll, we'll do more together. Of course. Without doubt. Um, so, yeah, those are the three pillars, and that's the so point of execution, right? Edu educate, elevate, associate. Yep. And ingenuity. And it's ingenious. It's all part of because, ingenuity, yeah. Yeah, and it's ingenious because no, no e title e company is really doing that, man. I, mean, I got to put it in a form that, like, EEA, so I can evaluate, evaluate elevate, associate. Okay. E e educate. Educate. Oh, be a coach. Yep. Be a storyteller. Be a networker. Am I right? Truly. Yeah. Right. I love it. That's a good way to summarize it. And so that's what I pulled out of all that. Yeah. And and none of that is related to title, right? I've got yeah. a phenomenal team behind me. Processing, conveyancing, closing. Uh, I we have total um, uh, consistency with the file. You know who who touches it, processor, closer, Melissa, um, and the whole team with Lauren. You know they, they handle most of my files for closings. I go to as many closings as my time allows because mm -hmm. I want to capture those additional relationships at the table. Mm -hmm. I want to keep it entertained because uh, it can get stagnant from time to time. Bring some swag. You know meet meet the buyers and then get into that network and the referral network that comes with it. Um, and then you know they're, I'm looking at getting my notary and just always looking to learn and sponge so up the knowledge. So I. I love the idea of you just mentioned of the team. So this is good too, because yeah. for some people, you know, mm -hmm. back to your point, like, I, yeah, I do all the architecture renderings and construction here. I'm with, I'm, that's false. Complete other bullshit. False. That's complete bullshit. <laughs> false. <laughs> but it, but it, it's, you're, I'm nothing without my team. And, right. And, and I'm nothing to, either. Yeah. Yeah, right yeah. I rely on a lot of people too, to get a lot of these renderings done. Yeah. And uh, just like you do, yep. you know, I rely on a lot of them for those closings to get done. No doubt. So talk, no doubt. talk to me about building that team, whether it's, you want to give like a little hint about hiring, like you come in to bring this brand and this, this company 
to a next level. Yeah. Obviously, I'm sure onboarding is a piece of that. Give me, mm-hmm. give me some things you look in a candidate or that's great. you're thinking about adding to that. Yeah, team. I think you can wow. speak highly on that. Yeah. I mean, um, dude, dude it, it's funny. When I came into this job, uh, time management was a challenge. Mm-hmm. And I say that because, so I have two little kids. My wife, who is phenomenal, has a full-time job. And, you know, to come into a brand new industry, a lot of it was building that book of business. But before you build the book of business, you have to build the referral network. You have to build that food chain. I keep saying that word, but you do. You have to build your power partners and who they're going to be. And unfortunately, the only way you build that is being out there pressing the flesh. And a lot of those people want the flesh pressed around business hours. Yeah. So it was a lot of like networking during the week. Um, and it was funny. My wife gave me this ultimatum. She's like, dude, you got six months of this stuff. <laughs> and then you got to trim it down to like, Figure maybe, it out. yeah, like two nights a week, but Come this on. like four nights a week and you're working and you can't seem to, I'm working. lifting my arm. Yeah. Yeah. Working. Yeah. You're working. You smell like a cigar in booze. <laughs> but I'm like, well, it was work. It really was. Um, sounds like but, you, Brian. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like me on yeah. Mondays and Thursdays. Yeah, Mondays but, my, but you schedule them or is it totally random? Uh, y- yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good answer. Yeah. I mean, some are scheduled and then, you know, it's funny, uh, maybe a better opportunity to come up and you got a mm-hmm. audible and, and go, but the thing you have to do is you quickly have to learn where your time is best spent of course. Mm-hmm. to manage it effectively because you, you could go to something every night. Um, and you'll find out quickly who's there to have a cocktail and who's there to meet somebody mm-hmm. that yep. could be a business relationship that could, ha- you know, be prosperous for each other. So, uh, that's something you, you, but you come in and it's like a shotgun. You have to go to a lot and then you have to quickly identify where your time is best spent yep. and then manage manage that uh, and uh, press. And I, I can give a little hint because this is something I'm, uh, I'm currently working on a book and it was funny with Jay, he was giving me ideas for uh, doing the outline. But one of the things is uh, knowing who's bullshit, right? Yeah. So one of the things that I strictly made sure that I meet with, and it's not nothing against these people. It's just that I've grown out of a certain level of clientele, but I only meet with people when they have, it's, convenient for it during the day, right? Like I'm not meeting mm-hmm. with a potential client at five o'clock after their job and say, I right. now do all my meetings during core business hours. Cause mm-hmm. I want someone that comes to my office. That's can, is doing something, doing it full time, doing it full time. Right? right. I used to get a lot of people kind of, Hey, I'm part time gig. I want like, to build my first house. Yeah, I want to want to rehab my first house. And I kind of had to get out of that because it was hurting growth. It was yep. like, you can't grow with all of those people. Yeah, we've grown with some, we've grown with people doing single family homes and now they're putting up apartment buildings. Right. Yep. But like at a certain point with a team of 28, it's hard for me to go take on a $40,000 rehab for somebody that's coming home from work and is looking for that. So mm-hmm. that's, that's a big piece of the game. Just being able to quickly filter. Yeah. And I think there's, tech, Agreed. you know, um, there's some tech things. So I, the other thing I'd like you to chat about too, is like yeah. some tech that you utilize within your company or maybe mm-hmm. personally that helps you kind of filter or to, to make your days better. You know, I'm so old school, dude. I'm probably, like, <laughs> I'm probably like the last guy to ask that question. Like I literally joined Facebook like the day before the stock tanked, like maybe like a year ago. And, and there, yeah, like you laugh, but, but think about it. So oh, in my yeah. previous life, it was so commoditized and product driven price. You know, what's the price? What's the product? Right. What's the network? <laughs> so, so I successfully sold the fourth best network network for 15 years. That's the joke. Um, pl- plug to sprint. But, um, but, uh, so it, it was what I'm getting back to is it wasn't about this. It wasn't about me. It wasn't about the relationship and the value I could bring because it was so much of what I couldn't control. Right. That the decision process was based upon. So technology, you know, social media, this platform, it's very new to me. It really is. Um, 
It's so cool, though. I mean, so the, the content piece, hired the videographer. We're going to do the interview yep. series, which will be great. Riley's great. great. Is there you hiring? Not Riley. Ri- Jay booked him up, dude. He yes. had him full time. So Leo, um, who does some work with Advanced Philly and does some work with the okay. uh, uh, McCann team. Um, great dude, young dude. And uh, we filmed a great intro. I put it out there. If you didn't see it, I'll share it with you. Um, so that's going to be a great new element. Um, we have a underwriter, uh, one of our top underwriters, mm-hmm. who has a, uh, a great little suite. They have a green screen, and now they're offering for us to come in and do some marketing propaganda pieces mm-hmm. through them, mm-hmm. which is really cool. And with that, I'm going to try to get my back office involved, get them out of their shell, because there are some great stories to tell around, okay, wiring instructions and fraud, and like be a resource to educate, right? Um, or just tell the history of the company. We, I mean, there are many title companies out there that are closing in on 50 years of business. So there's a great history and a story wow. there. So like, to answer your question, I'm probably not the guy, but I'm, I'm I'm fully adopting and open arms. And if there's anything you think I should be using, I'm open to it. But um, it's a it's a slow burn. But I'm I'm trying to sprint as fast as I can on that front. Yeah. No pun intended. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm full of them. Full of them. <laughs> no, I definitely think social media is something people underestimate the power of it. Yep. You know, voice is very powerful, right? We are hypnotizing people right now, right? Yeah. Uh, listening to us, but voice is very powerful. And especially when you combine that with visuals, Yep. you know, I think, you know, you, you saw what happened in the last presidential race, right? You have these things on social media, which were swaying decisions either which way for candidates. And it became this whole debacle nationwide and still going on. But like that was done through text and pictures and photoshopped images things like, that didn't exist 10 years didn't ago exist 10 years ago and it's like this new way that the, i think the world's just trying to have to adopt and you know for me it's gotten very easy to filter through that bullshit mm-hmm. but like you know i went to my mother's house this past weekend and there's like a new box she's like oh i was on facebook and i saw this and i ordered it and like but like i know yeah, we know yeah we know <laughs> that like oh my god she got she, she got scammed to buy like a, a drop shipper that's yep. marketing a product that's not theirs that like it's not even ready to ship not even ready to ship it's like it's crazy <laughs> but this is like the tech world we live in now right. i think you know industries such as real estate you know we're so far behind all the other industries it's like yeah what's gonna happen you got yep. brokers that aren't really brokers selling houses over the internet you got title companies that you know that are doing that I don't think are, re- are highly regulated, like you said, that are Correct. kind of trying to break out into something like, like Commonwealth is. You got realtors that, you know, have their own presence now. It's like, oh, you know, the McCann team, you know, the Summers team, you yep. know, the Vance Philly team. It's like, it's crazy that, you know, the world's shifting. We're not looking in magazines anymore, no. waiting for the Sunday paper to make decisions on things. It's happening within seconds Correct. as opposed to months. Yep. It's wild. It's crazy. And, and get back to your question around the onboarding piece. And it, it partly is in your, the filtering, the BS. Mm-hmm. I mean, dude, I, I learned quickly that there are a lot of people that will take advantage of you. Oh, and it was yeah. funny. I was at dinner last night and one of our guests talked about just the, the behavior of being genuine Mm. Uh, being something sought after. And it's just crazy that, that that's something that's rare or sparse that, you know, it's hard. Um, but it, I agreed because yeah, there, you know, and when you come into a new industry, you want to give, give, give to get. And, you know, you, it's tough because you, you give so much. Sometimes people do take advantage of it. Right. Yep. Um, so fun. you got to learn quickly, right. You know, how to filter it out, how to read through it, or just know when giving's enough and you need to expect a return or move on. You really got to know your worth. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Well put. True. What's your hour worth? Do you know? Man. Like we talking now? Because this is, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doubling it for sitting here with you all. You better. <laughs> it's after hours too. Dude, that's a great exercise. I don't know if I've done that. 
I don't know if I've done that. Is there a calculation for that? Um, I look at it versus yeah. how much business I've drummed up versus how much time it took me to drum up that business. True. So, like, for example, if I go and sign a work on a uh, $10,000 lead and it takes me collectively 45 minutes over the course of six months, well, I'm going to say my hours worth just about $10,000. Because mm-hmm. if I can put myself in front of the computer screen for eight hours working on all different types of new potential What can you clients, do in that one hour? What could I do in that one hour? Um, even though it might be spread out. So it's like, you know, that's kind of where I, I figure my time's worth. But it's like, you know, people can calculate that. In other words, if you're not doing business development or having to be a hunter, it's like, even if you're the gatherer, well, how many things can you pick? (laughs) How fast can you go? How fast can you pick those things if they're already put in place? Right. I want to, I want to be, you know, I want to be the guy that's picking oranges, but shit, I can pick a hundred thousand oranges when the other guy next to me can pick 70,000 in that hour. It's, it's, Mm -hmm. you know, that's, that's where everyone could have value in a certain way. Yeah. The hunter mentality, it's like you're incessantly driven by opportunity. Mm. You know, like today I'm having lunch with my pops. Um, I'm walking out and there's a business card there. I grab it the other day, you know, dropping my taxes off, see a card, grab it, have a conversation with the gentleman from the tax spot today and we're going to meet next week. And it's just, you you just have to keep looking for opportunity. Um, You know, I used to tell my reps, you know, if you're pulled over, you're filling your car up, you're, you're constantly observing who's around you. I mean, anybody with a pulse is a, is a potential suspect Yeah, or everyone's a suspect and with a pulse, a potential prospect. But um, yeah, so the onboarding piece back to your thing is, yeah, that, Competitive, innate competitive drive, um, the ability to eliminate distractions, as you said, filter the BS, and uh, availability. Like I said, coming in, you, you got to put job first. It's tough with two kids and a wife, and everyone's you know everyone's commitments to their their personal life. But you really do because um, you got to learn the learn the business. You know, learn the product, learn the systems, learn the operations, but more importantly, learn how you fit within it, and how you excel. So. Mm-hmm. Well said. Yeah. yeah, well said. All right, so I think we wrap up here. So, Greg, obviously, you gave so many yeah. gold nuggets. Uh, cool. Man. Most like, notes I've taken in a while, yeah. yeah Tony awesome. never takes as many notes that he's writing down. I love, this three, I love the three pillars uh, of ingenuity. Yeah. That's a chapter in your book, mm-hmm. um, or maybe three chapters. <laughs> um, I just want to pull out Be Genuine. You know, just real quick before we ask for your sign off here, yeah. because uh, that's something that we push for our whole team to be, you know, is genuine every day when they come to work. And I think you probably look for that in your candidates is how genuine are they really doing? Um, we look for that in clients, too. Yeah. You know, how genuine are they presenting this idea to us? I, I had a client, the, uh, you know, it's, it's also it's like, you know, it's filtering the BS, but also being genuine. You know, I had a client that, you know, we give him a proposal and he's, you know, trying to knock me down for $2,000. And I'm like, listen, Mr. Client, like, you know, just going to be fully transparent with you. If we're going to start a relationship here and you're trying to knock my fee down $2,000, honestly, I don't want to work with you. Right. And I just was genuine. I I mean, I said it, I wasn't mean about it. I just said it just like that. Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, we know our value. I know what we're going to do for you, but if you were being real, we're going to start the conversation with you, (laughs) my fees, like that's my profit. My yep. man, like, yep. you know, it's like, yeah, that's how you want to start the convo. So we negotiate something. I move the fee around, but it's like, right. I, I genuinely want to work with this person. But right. at the same time, I'm not willing to sacrifice my value Mm-mm. to ma- increase somebody else's for when they're going to make hundreds of thousands of dollars, yep. you know, off of our value that we're about to yep. provide him. So it's, it's just knowing your worth, being genuine with people. And Definitely. I think the value that you bring, it's like, 
make sure you know what it costs per hour mm-hmm. <laughs> and know what that's going to get. I tell you what, that's my homework, man. I mean, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> no, seriously, I'm embarrassed I didn't have that, that quantifiable piece yep. in front of me, but it is so important, mm-hmm. you know, as it relates to time management and prioritizing things. And um, there's so many distractions that, oh, that come into the, the, the day. Uh, do you answer your phone suck. all day long? I, often I do. Well, you know, not in a meeting, obviously, but yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going back. Show him about the meeting links. Yeah, well, he knows about the meeting links. Oh, okay. But I have all meeting links mm-hmm. for my entire life now. Yeah. You want to book me for frisbee on Saturday? I probably got a link for that. You want to? You don't play frisbee. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> it, was, it was. I'm looking for golf. There it was go. Facebook and then meeting links. All right. Yeah. So now right. I can't wait to the third milestone. <laughs> it's going to be. Ver- I'm going to pop in like a hologram. Like uh, I'll scare you know, people. I'm, I'm going to pop in. Ding, I'm here. Nice. You know? But uh, Greg, give us one final send off that you can give. Obviously, you know who listens to this podcast. People People doing it, people trying to start doing it, people that haven't really done anything yet but are thinking about getting to doing it. Mm-hmm. What's what's your advice for getting started or increasing again? And I, we got the pillars down, but give me like it could be a one line or just something that yeah. stuck with you to help grow well, you. Well, first of all, I love that you took a lot of notes because I understand this is season two, and <laughs> I don't know there are many sequels better than the first. So I'm dude, that's my goal. I want I want, I want season two to We're blow out have season you back one. On season three, Toy four. Story two. Not, <laughs> that, yeah, my wife said that's the only one. <laughs> See, yeah. I'm not crazy. I, I don't think you name another one. Yeah. Um, I would say get out. Hangover two. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Get, I don't know how to say this, but get out at the right time. Meaning um, I made a change when I, I didn't wait till the last minute. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I saw where it was going and I knew that my worth was more than that. And I knew that it was constraining my ability, my potential, and, and uh, my dreams, right? So I made a change. And with every risk, there is a reward. You just got to have the, the nuts to do it. Mm-hmm. And even if it doesn't fail, God, or it doesn't succeed. You, you learn so much about yourself. You really do. And you have the confidence to risk it again. Um, so, yeah, I mean, and that's how we're approaching our business. So if, I, so if I sum that up and said take three steps back to go 10 steps forward, it'd be mm-hmm. pretty accurate? I would say that's pretty ideal. Nice. All right, Craig. Well, you know, obviously, thank you so much. You Where bet. can people find you? If uh, yeah, dude, um, I, I I don't know what what do I usually give out? Well, what, you what want to do an email address? I can put something in the show notes if it's easier for you. But I don't know. If <laughs> can look them up in the yellow pages. I, I just got rid of my burner phone, so I don't know. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, my email, uh, Greg, G-R-E-G, last initial S, at C-R-T, as in Commonwealth Residential Title Closings, plural, dot com. So Greg S at C-R-T Closings dot com awesome. is my email. And I'll, uh, I'll make sure to include that in the show notes. But Greg, you know, thank you for your time. Thanks thank for, you for uh, having me. This thank is you, so Greg. Cool. Uh, that, yeah, thanks fun. for the value you provided to the listeners. I, uh, I, hope, I hope they really I hope they appreciate it. As, as much as title we think is boring, I actually think there's a lot to be learned out of <laughs> Nice. So, I agree. So thanks, awesome. Greg. You appreciate bet. It. Thank you. See ya. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to our podcast. We really hope you enjoyed it. Um, if you wouldn't mind sharing this with someone, it would mean the world to us. You can reach out to us at thenewhowpodcast.com. Thank you so much for listening. And we really hope you got a lot of value out of this episode that you're going to put towards your business and real estate endeavors. <laughs>